And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. I almost forgot my name there for a second. Yeah, is it because you're drunk? Uh, it's possible, but don't drink and drive. That's bad. Yeah, drinking and driving is bad, but it's also sometimes good for most people to get sober. Yes. And I feel like Homer is one of those people. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh Duff, Duff, can't get enough of that wonderful Duff, Homer can't. No, he can't. And this episode, as much as it really wasn't necessarily Homer's fault, he no. uh, he's uh, he's going to go Duffless. Yep. So we're going to enter season four, episode 16, aptly titled Duffless. Yeah, I mean. Because he's cause without <laughs> Duff. Yeah, yeah, without, without Duff. <laughs> when you add the word less to a word, it means without. Uh, so, the air date is February 18th, 1993. Uh, so, we're we're getting close. I think we have six episodes left for season four. I know, it's so close. So, so close, close we could taste it. But not like that but, wonderful, wonderful Duff. Duff. Nope. Uh, recap. When Homer's arrested for a DUI... He uses the opportunity to find out what life is like without beer. Well, yeah. Horrible. It's horrible. But that, yes, but that wasn't even Homer's decision. It was Marge making him have that opportunity. But you need, you need that, those people in your life to push you in the right direction. Yes. So the chalkboard gag this week, um, goldfish don't bounce. Yeah. He probably took, what was the name of the goldfish? Goldie? I don't know. No, remember what episode was that? Where I remember uh, it. The, yeah, I don't remember the name of it though. Well, I guess That's technically, well, technically, I guess Bart did kill him, so they're probably new goldfish. Yeah. But Bart, yeah. you know, just like the yo-yo thing, Bart was like, <laughs> "Hey, I wonder if these uh, fish like trampolines." <laughs> nope. nope, nope, they don't. No, has uh, has your son tried to bounce fish yet, or is he aware that they don't bounce? No, he's aware, and he knows they stay in the tank. They don't come oh, out of the good. tank. That's good. That's good. So we get a, uh, as, I, as I mentioned last week, uh, we are in a string of uh, some couch gags that are repeats. This one is from Lisa the Beauty Queen. It's where uh, the Simpsons run in, they run off the film, and then run back to sit on the couch. Yep. That was, but you liked that one way back I when. I did. I did. It's, I love that one. Because it's, it's film related. Of course I like it. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take it. So we enter... The science fair. So but not, but not really. So do you ever remember doing a science fair? Cause I feel like I did one once, but I don't remember it. Um, honestly, I don't recall. Like I really, I really don't recall actually <laughs> doing a science fair growing up. I mean, I maybe feel like in I Jefferson, did I think in Jefferson. Cause I feel like we emptied out the, the gym and we did all this the displays and signs and stuff I it was feel so like I long did it ago in, yeah i feel like i did it in middle school maybe at mckinley but never in high school yeah i don't i honestly yeah i'm trying to think i'm sure we did i'm sure there yeah. had to have been some sort of science fair but yeah. if it if i did it was probably like volcano like because <laughs> i love making you know volcano with baking soda yeah. and water so that's possible yeah. it's yeah. possible i did and so uh, we get uh, Principal Skinner walking with uh, Kerbopple, and he's like, well, and uh, 
For a school with no Asian kids, I think we put a pretty darn good science uh, fair. Is that uh, racist? I don't think so. I mean, they're I just think saying. that's racist. <laughs> well, I guess so. But uh, Asians are pretty smart. We could all agree. I mean, they're they're just like the rest of us. Just depends on what country they're in. Yeah, I guess. So maybe yeah. a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But uh, I, I don't think that line would fly in today. In today's Simpsons. Or maybe no. it would, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, they get to Bart for his science fair project, <laughs> and he has a uh, go-go ray. Oh, Man, God. if Bart was actually smart enough to create a go-go ray. Yeah. That would, but uh, but on the side of it, we got some uh, dance moves. We got the jerk, the monkey, yep. the mashed potato, the swim, and the Freddy. Which... So what is the jerk? Uh, You. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know the jerk. Uh, do you the know mon- the monkey? Yeah, the monkey is the one where you do your hands up and down. Uh, um, and the Freddy, what's the, is that like Freddy, the Fred, Mercury? Freddy Mercury, maybe? I guess I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, but we see that Bart, well, actually, so, so Bart starts shooting the teachers. Yes. You know, uh, with, with the, with the ray gun, which is really cool. And he yeah. shoots Skinner. He's like, I'm disrupting the learning process. And I love it. <laughs> so but then we learned bart's dreaming and lisa he's like he's like oh skinner's like and i'm gonna give bart first prize first prize first prize and then you learn bart's dreaming and lisa's like whispering first prize and bart waits <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> just screwing with your mind just screwing with your mind i like it bart yeah. bart well hey bart's good with messing with skinner's mind lisa's messing yeah. with bart mind so I it's it's it is what it is. So uh Marge then we go to the kitchen and Marge tells Homer to encourage the encourage Lisa with her science fair project, which to be fair, Lisa is the smart one. Which yeah. maybe more maybe you need to be encouraging Bart for his science fair project or Correct. Lisa, because you know Lisa's gonna do it anyways. Yeah. And Homer just replies, Yes, syrup is better than jelly. Oh my I god. Don't know what uh science fair project Homer thinks. He wasn't Lisa is. he wasn't listening. Right. He was eating pancakes with syrup. Yes, absolutely. I guess I never put jelly on uh pancakes before. Who puts jelly on pancakes? I don't Sociopaths, know. Sociopaths, that's who. Yep, but so Elisa comes in and she's <laughs> like, I've grown a futuristic tomato by fertilizing it with antibiotic steroids. And Bart's like, the kind that help our Olympic athletes reach new peaks of excellence? Lily's <laughs> like, the very same. I think this tomato could wipe out world hunger. <laughs> Which, hey, if you, I mean, we all know nowadays GMO products are bad. Uh-huh. And, and so, obviously, in the 90s, it was kind of the thing for, you know, growing products. And, you yeah. know, people didn't realize how bad they were. And now we're starting to learn. And that's why Whole Foods exists. Yes. Uh, so Lisa imagines a family just eating the giant, uh, <laughs> tomato and it's such a picture of her, like on a shrine. Yeah. Um, she solved, she solved world hunger. Yeah, she did with giant tomatoes. Yep. Um, and that's so, gross by the way, cause tomatoes are absolutely. What are you awful. talking about? I like tomatoes. Oh, tomatoes are disgusting. Ketchup yeah. is where it's at. Yeah. Shay doesn't like tomatoes either. So, so you guys are in the same boat. Uh, so Bart's science fair project is investigating the effect of cigarette smoking on dogs. <laughs> so we see Santa's little helper come in uh, in the kitchen coughing and uh, smoking a cigarette. And Marge is like, Marge's like, Bart, don't give cigarettes to the dog. 
<laughs> and it is kind of funny to think about, really, because in uh, I love I love I kind of looked at the Big Bang Theory episode where Amy is, you know, doing science fair ex- experiments with monkey smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so I'm like, I don't know if anything's very uh, good with uh, giving animals cigarettes. <laughs> no, probably smoking not. cigarettes is bad for everyone. Yep. And so Homer stands up for the breakfast. table. <laughs> was like, well, time to go to work. Then Homer's brain is like, little do they know, I'm ducking out early to take the Duff Brewery tour. And Homer's like, roll out at not, roll in at nine, punch out at five, that's the plan. Then Homer's brain is like, hey, they don't suspect a thing. Well, off to the plan. And Homer says, then off to the Duff Brewery. And Homer's brain is like, uh-oh, did I say that or just think it? And Homer's like, I got to think of a lie, fast. Homer, are you going to the Duff Brewery? Ah, and then runs out of the kitchen. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's a, such a Homer thing to do. That's a great conversation. I said the loud thing soft and the soft thing loud. Yep. Um, and so, you know, the plant workers are walking in out end of the day to know. lunch. Where are they going? Yeah. I don't know. And then the guy has the shoe untied and bends over to, <laughs> to untie it. And then he gets hit for tying his shoe. Yes. Um, because well, they got to keep the line moving. They do have to keep the line moving. So wherever that line is going, it's got to keep moving. Exactly. And so uh, <laughs> Homer has a funny. map or something of the plan. Yeah. He's like, if ye sh- ye wish to flee, head to sector seven B. And he goes, you know, like he kind of ducks around the corner, super yeah. like a ninja, yeah. and then you know moves moves out. And now he's underground, uh, trying to escape. A pa- like it seems like it's underground. No, he's not underground. It looks underground. I mean, there's but he's not. No, no, because obviously we learn yeah. he's not. But it seems like he's going through underground tunnels to escape this. Which maybe he is, and then well, has you to also go back hear, upstairs. Well, you also hear jungle noises, which exactly. I thought was hilarious. Yep, and then he gets to the spider, and Homer <laughs> reading the map again is like, to overcome the spider's curse, simply quote a Bible verse. Uh, thou shall not... Oh, this is stupid. And then just throws a rock at the spider. And knocks it out. <laughs> yep. Knocks it out. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love that so, so and, much. And then the, here's the best part. Homer jumps through an already broken window because someone has already tried yeah. to escape the power plant. Yeah. Well, I do like the fact that when he enters uh, Sector 7B, there is a skeleton in there. Yep. Because somebody already tried. And as Steve pointed out, yes, Homer jumps out a window and Barney is in his car down below with a mattress on top to cushion. I don't know how far of a drop that is from that window to car- Barney's car. And <laughs> Barney's like, who is it? Is that Princess Diana? Yeah. Princess Di? And it's actually a uh, pile of rags yep. that uh, he gets distracted by. And Homer misses the mattress and lands on the ground. Not getting hurt, though. Man. Nope. Um, well, we all know Homer could fall down uh, Springfield Gorge and not get hurt. Well, well he got hurt. He got he hurt. Yeah. So now we get our first Three Stooges moment. Uh, so Lisa forgot her math book. So they're at school. The day is over. Her and Bart walk out. Lisa tells Bart she forgot her math book. And so she asks Bart to hold her giant tomato. And then Bart says, sweetly. And then chuckles like Curly from uh, the Three Stooges, which is great. It's a great reference. I love it. And so I I don't know what it is with this episode and untied shoelaces, but uh, Skinner walks out. (laughs) He also has his shoelace untied. So he bends over in front of Bart. With his butt wiggling in the air, and Bart just chucks the giant 
but but Skinner's butt Skinner's is wiggling butt. in but but Skinner's butt's wiggling in the air because he's singing his shoelace tying song. <laughs> yes, and the tomato explosion goes everywhere. Now uh, there's also I think there's something in one of the Simpsons game where there's something something similar to this in the game where you throw tomatoes. Ooh, so uh, there was a game that came out later in the year for the Simpsons in '93. So oh, okay, it's possible they threw it in development. So now we cut to. The Duff Brewery can't get enough of that wonderful Duff. Yep. I love that slogan. It's such a great slogan. Yeah. I love it. So I love how uh, they come in and uh, there's a tour guide and he's talking about a rumor about Strychnine <laughs> yeah. getting, in a batch, getting into a batch of beer, which if, for those who don't know, Strychnine is a strong poison, uh, basically you're going to die if you drink it. Yeah. Um, and which no, like, so he's like, Oh, well, if you hear the rumor about the strychnine and the, the tour, the, the, everybody taking the tour is like, like murmuring among themselves. They're like, they didn't hear the rumor. And the guy's <laughs> like, it was covered on CNN and everything. And the tour group still like, has yeah. no idea. And he's like, well, don't worry about it. The rumor isn't true. <laughs> then why did he mention it? Cause he why wanted, would you, he wanted to see how popular Duff beer was. I don't know. Like, why would you tell a tour group, oh, yeah, unless it's a legal thing? That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, Is maybe just to maybe just to say, hey, you know what? This happened. Yeah. It's over. It's done. Yeah. But, yeah. yes, I. but I like how he tra- kept trying to convince them that it happened. <laughs> um, also, the uh, when you enter the brewery, there's a, a clock, like one of those, uh, not grand, what is it called? Grand, cuckoo uh, clock? Cuckoo clocks, yeah. And there's a guy that's sitting on a chair drinking a duff and burps on the hour. Yep, that's pretty uh, dope. That's that pretty, cool. pretty cool. I love, dude. I don't know if they've made that, but I would love that as a staple piece in my house. That'd be kind of. I, well, I'm sure your wife would love it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, well it would hang over all my Simpsons stuff, so oh, yeah. it would it would so, be in my own area. So now we get a couple posters. Uh, one says, "Prohibition got you down." Drink Dr. Duff's Health Tonic, which yep. was probably a way to get around the no alcohol thing Yep, for Prohibition. And then poster two, <laughs> I knew he was a commie because he didn't drink Duff beer. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I mean, sure. And then we get uh, a 1950s Duff commercial where it shows like Duff being drinking and happiness in the belly. And, and well, yeah. It's just- well, no, I mean, it's, it's like those, I don't, I never watch Mad Men, but it's almost like I've seen clips and pieces because my wife watched it, but yeah. it's kind of like those old 1950s commercials where they're trying yeah. to, you know, make like cigarette smoking, drinking, like all yeah. the technical bad, the quote unquote bad things for you to make them appealing to most people. And in the second episode in the row, we get a Richard Nixon gag, um, we got a, 19, a commercial from 1960. Was it where, really a commercial? It seemed more like a debate. Well, it, was a, it was a debate <laughs> between Richard Nixon and JFK, and they stopped it so that JFK could um, pitch Duff beer, and then Nixon does the same. And everybody I also boos too him. like to drink that brand of beer. <laughs> Boo! Because <laughs> yeah. JFK was more popular than Nixon, and rightfully so. so. Rightfully so. So now they enter uh, a a a place where they store the beer. Um, also, brewery tours are amazing. If you've never taken one, do it. Because um, you get some. Man, some why didn't we have beers. someone from? Why I could have got someone from Surly or Lightning Kugels or something to be on this episode. Uh, Man, we are really uh, 
<laughs> Missing, dropping the ball. We're dropping the ball on these. So we get three flavors of beer, Duff, Duff Light, and Duff Dry. And so if anybody remembers when Disney first put The Simpsons on Disney+, Plus, they didn't do the ratio correctly. Yes. So this actually cut out the pipe that is above the three barrels that it's one pipe going to three different barrels. So it's the same flavor of beer. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to say, we all the beer's the same. We just put different yeah. labels on it. But yeah, I mean, I remember when Di- when Disney... Oh, I remember put, the outcry. All, yeah, and this was like the joke. Like, there were a lot of them. And I actually, we oh, actually yeah. mentioned a few earlier on in our recordings. Yeah. But this one was the biggest one. The 16 by 9 cuts out the pipe filtering in all three. So yeah. if you have never seen The Simpsons before, you'd think, oh, this is just three duffs. But for everyone who's awesome that has seen it, we would notice that, yes, all the all the duffs are the same. So, yeah. 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 I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. So uh, the guide says they have a plan for the future. <laughs> and Homer asks, well, like what? Because, well, we really don't have any anything yet. It's like, um, well... Uh, yeah. Yes, Homer. Oh, does that make you happy? And he's like, no. <laughs> well, he says it more like, no, no. He wanted to. He wanted to know what else they had. Yeah. And so we cut back home, and Lisa's crying, you know, about Bart ruining her tomato. And I, I, I just want to question: Why was it even there? It wasn't science fair day or anything. Just she no. was just showing it off. I mean, I felt like she uh, should have just kept this in her room. Yeah, I agree. I don't under unless like. The teachers ask for an update on your project, and so she had to bring it in to show what it was what was going on. It's a giant tomato. What updates do you need? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yep. And then, so, I like how Mar- Marge's suggesting was uh, just a camster in a wheel, like, putting, yeah. a, putting a hamster in there. And uh, Lisa's like, well, maybe, I guess that, uh, you know, sounds sounds good. That sounds like a good idea. And uh, so kind of well, March. Well, March wanted March suggested to uh, put a hamster through a maze. Oh, that's Lisa, right. And then she and like, Lisa thinks about it and she puts Bart's face on the hamster and she chuckles and Marge is like, oh, what's so funny? Uh, just a joke I heard on Herman's head. Oh, I'd- that's right. That's right. And then so this is this is this is what I had. OK, so when Lisa says I was just thinking of a joke I saw on Herman's head is a reference to Yardley Smith. Yeah, the voice of Lisa as one of the stars of that former comedy. And I believe Hank Azaria was also part of that comedy. Yep. So. Yeah. So kind of a cool pull for, uh, for, for Lisa and yeah. to say, because she's Yardley Smith. So, so now we get the quality control guy. <laughs> this is a great job. I don't, I don't know if they still do this. They, I guess they have a quality control guy, but I don't know if it's some dude that sits around so... watching the bottles go by. There, I mean, they do. So the one brewery tour I took of, it wasn't Miller. I think it was one of the ones in Madison. They put it on like a conveyor belt to fill it. And if there's something wrong with the bottle, like they stop the line and they pull the bottle. So it's like all computer animated. It's computer automated now. And also in this instance, I would like to know how all these things got into these bottles. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you'd have to manufacture them with it in there. 
Maybe yes. it's a horrible, horrible uh, recycling plant or something. I don't know. Uh, but the quality control guy, he uh, is looking at the bottles, and these are the things that he uh, finds in the, yes. in the bottles. Mice, rat, syringe, and nose. <laughs> and so Barney comes up and says, oh, you're doing a great job. He's like, well, thanks. And the things he didn't find were dentures, a fish, a broken bottleneck, which, how do you get a broken bottleneck in a bottle of... Well, because it breaks off and it falls in. Yeah. And Adolf Hitler's head in a, in a jar. jar. Also, I don't know if you actually watched the scene. It's not just any fish. It is a miniature blinky. Yeah, yes, yes. That was that was pretty... That was a good pull. Yes. And so now we go to the tasting room and Homer's oh. eating some gummy beer. Best part, best part of the uh, of the brewery tour, the tasting room. Yes, and so inside the tasting room, we get Duff, Duff Light, Duff Dry, Raspberry Duff, Duff Dark, Tartar Control Duff, <laughs> Lady Duff. So, and Barney is drinking out of the Duff Dark keg. Yes. So, I mean, that must be like the stout, the Duff Stout. Yes. Ooh, that'd be good. Do they have a so, Duff Stout at the uh, MOs? Or is this regular Duff? Uh, no, so at Universal, when I was there, they had Duff and Oktoberfest Duff. Okay. No yeah. Duff Dark or Raspberry no Duff? Duff? Dark. No. Lady Duff? No? No. That's no. sad. I think the next thing they need to do at Universal Studios actually have a Duff Brewery where they brew well, beer. Oh, yeah, because I know they have Duff Brewery at Universal, but I don't. I think they just serve Duff. Oh, like, they okay. don't brew anything. So... There you uh, go. Yeah. Shatter your dreams. I know. It's sad. Also, how would gummy beer work? Because beer is very bitter by nature. Yeah, I don't know. I know they do like vodka gummies. Yes. Those so, are delicious. So I don't and I also guess... also very dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Don't eat too many of those. Those things those things could kill you. Yes. Um, just like gummy uh, weed. Those things could kill you too. Um, so Homer, uh, they're about Homer, Homer and Barney are leaving the, con- uh, the Duff brewery and Homer doesn't want Barney to drive cause he's drunk. Yes. Clearly so be- because, well, look, look, he was, uh, drinking out of kegs, which I don't think yeah. is sanitary and I'm sure they had cups available for them to, to test out of. Um, and so Homer, uh, Barney won't give Homer the keys. So Homer punches Barney and <laughs> Barney's like, what'd you do that for? Then Barney uh, hits Barney with a crowbar. Then finally shoves Barney's head in the door frame. So it's wags like, ow, ow, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Fine, here, take him. Yeah, that uh, was fantastic. And so as they're pulling out, we see Chief Wiggum in a Beerstein costume and radios ahead. <laughs> I love how there's like seven cop motorcycles. Yeah. Like, I mean, wouldn't just one be necessary to pull someone over? They send a whole fleet after him. Well, why wouldn't why wouldn't Eddie and Lou just be in their cop car? Or that? I mean, I I don't know. Because as we as we see later on, because they do pull Homer and and Barney over, it is Eddie and Lou. Yep. So it wasn't it. even any of the cops that were on motorcycles. Yeah, <laughs> that was so weird. And that so we get the, we get the sobriety test. So Homer yeah. stands on one foot, touching his nose with his eyes closed. X Y Z. Now I know my ABCs. And then he hops on his other foot. Won't you come and play with me? And then he's like, flawless. We also would have accepted. Tell me what you think of me. 
which I, I've never heard that at the end. I've of never that. heard of that one either. Um, but Homer, you know, is about to pass the, the test when Barney says, give him the breathalyzer, <laughs> which man, come on. If you have a friend driving with you, a brewer, you yeah. don't pull that crap. No. Well, here's the, what are you so drunk? Here, maybe. So here's the thing. I'm drunk on pizza. So here's the thing. If he passes that field, like usually I feel like they would give him the breathalyzer first. And then they would double check with the field sobriety test. He clearly isn't drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. so my, so my theory on this is either the breathalyzer is broken or he pl- blew a 0.08. And even at 0.08, you might not feel drunk. Now, is that the national or is that a state for your Wisconsin? Wisconsin is 0.08. I don't know. I know that's for like class C license because I have a friend who had a class A because he was a semi truck driver. For them, it's 0.04. So it's basically Oof. a beer. Jeez. Yeah. Well, do you really want semi drivers driving drunk on the road? Well, no, but. So, um, and that's for uh, class A. So I, mean, I don't know. Homer, you can't say Homer didn't have. I mean, he obviously had beer gummies. But, but those can't be as those can't be potent. No, no, no. But um, you have to imagine Homer is an alcoholic. He'd have to have at yeah. least one or two. Either that or Barney was like, "You're designated." Well, Barney wanted to drive, so I don't. Yeah. I don't know who was designated driver or. Yeah, we also didn't see Homer drink anything again. We did it? That's the thing. Like that's not to say he didn't drink anything, but clearly he is sober. So yes. I think the the cops screwed him with the breathalyzer. Yep. And so Wiggum asks Barney if he can drive home, and Barney <laughs> replies, sure thing, giant beer, and proceeds oh to back up the car into Wiggum, knocking him into a hill, where Wiggum rolls down it. Which, would the, hand, would the handle stop you, though? Yes, yes, okay. it would. Also, I love the fact that as he's rolling down the hill, he's like, oh, this sucks. And then, like, halfway down, he's like, oh, this is actually really fun. Whee! And then his costume explodes into the tree. Why? <laughs> uh, one for fun, and two, maybe, uh, maybe Wiggum had a grenade on his belt, his utility belt. So he's dead. Yes, yes, he <laughs> Even is he's not. Well, look, Hans Moleman fell off the cliff last episode. Was it last episode? Two episodes no, ago. No, that was the one where uh, Homer nudged him off the road. Yes, because he thought there was something wrong with his car. Yeah, it wasn't that. No, that that was a Halloween episode. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the one where he's driving the semi truck. Remember yeah, when he has a... anger issues? That was Selma's choice, right? Maybe. Remember the Edgar Allan Poe house, and he knocks. No, him no, off? that was yeah, because that, oh, that was the heart. Atta- that was a heart attack episode. Yes. So a few weeks ago, a few weeks yes. ago. So yeah, he should be dead. Hans Moleman, that is. So who knows? So we cut back to the police station. <laughs> Wiggum calls Marge to tell Homer. Uh, that he was arrested and he was found DOA which for anybody who doesn't know that acronym. It's dead on arrival. And Marge is like, Oh my God, what? And he's like, Oh no, I'm sorry. It meant DWI, which in the state of Wisconsin, it used to be DWI. They've now changed it to DUI. DWI is driving while intoxicated. Um, so driving under the influence is now what it's referred to here in Wisconsin. I don't know about anywhere. I don't else. understand what the difference is. They're both driving drunk. What's I unless DUI is more now because you could smoke weed, so driving I under the influence is a yeah. lot of th- a lot of things. Yeah, I think they changed it to I I might be a legal thing too. I don't know. I I remember when it happened and they gave it they gave an answer and I don't remember the answer because that was like ten years ago. So then you know Wiggum hangs. But up could the phone. that mean? But that could mean a lot of things. 
under the influence of drugs, under the influence of alcohol, under the influence of love. Like oh maybe you were God. driving erratic because you were under the influence of love. Like you're trying to get to the mall to see your sweetheart and you were driving erratically. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. We're ladies and gentlemen, just ignore whatever he just said. Um, so uh, wake up, uh, hangs up the phone and some woman comes in, uh, Mrs. Phillips. And she's like, uh, he, she told Wiggum that Wiggum told her that her husband was, uh, DWI, and this is where Wiggum <laughs> realizes his mistake. DOA, and Wiggum's like, "Well, that guy over there can help you." I gotta go to lunch, and he runs away. A lot of running away in this episode. Oh, that was funny. So okay, now, not cut- really, because that that well, her husband's dead. Well, yeah. Well, no, Wiggum ran away. Yeah. So now we cut to the jail cell, and Lionel Hutz is telling Homer about how he's gonna get him out of jail, and so many surprise witnesses, and then. He's like, oh, the judge won't know what hit him. And Lionel Hutz gets hit in the hand yeah. by a baton. And we realize Lionel Hutz is also in jail. Probably rightfully so. For driving over Judge Snyder's dog. Yeah. Again. So now we cut to the courtroom and we have a lady judge this time. No Judge Snyder. Yep. So uh, I think this is the this might be one of the very few appearances where we don't get a Judge Snyder. Yeah, probably. They, he's probably not the uh, standard judge yet. Yeah. So um, the the judge is telling Homer, you know, his license has been revoked. He has to go to traffic school and he has to attend two months of alcohol anon, which is AA basically. And so I actually paused it because um, they cut to, I think it was Selma. Well, remember, Homer also says, can I get that stricken from the record? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, yeah. Homer, you cannot get that stricken from the record. So we cut to the next scene where Patty is voiding Homer's driver's license, and I was able to pause it. So Homer was born May 12th, 1956. He has blue eyes, weighs 240 pounds. He's six feet tall with no hair. He lives at 742 Evergreen Terrace, Springfield, NT. Nantucket? I bet it's Nantucket. Uh, (laughs) Area code 49007, or zip code, sorry. That zip code is a real zip code for Kalamazoo County in Michigan. Ah. So I don't know what MT is. Nantucket. Yeah. Um, his driver's license also expires in 96. So which... that, that would mean that there's three more years left of the Simpsons. Yes. Um, Simpsons end when his driver's license expires. No, it doesn't. But it yeah. would be kind of funny to see in 1996 if he actually got his license renewed. Yeah. Also, um, in the episode Simpson and Delilah, his driver's license said he was born in 55. Yeah. I also like his driver's license photo because he appears drunk in it. Yeah. So or maybe is he just tired? I mean, that's why he appears drunk? No, it looks pretty drunk. But, but so which driver's license is correct? Or did he get his... So what I wanted to do is I never... I couldn't do it. was go back to our notes for yes. Simpson and Delilah and because I'm guessing if I wrote down his birthday was uh, year was 1955, we must have got the rest of the license. Maybe. And I was hoping to uh, kind of uh, confirm one way or yes. the other whether any of the other information was correct. His weight, uh, hair, address, stuff like that to see like how close, like maybe it was like an animator thing or maybe. or what it was that kind of 
went in because I mean the year of his birthday that's pretty you know because how old does that make him now it makes him 40 no it would make him 37 is that a 38 because right because 55 I think we did say he was 38 and a lot of other episodes I think they say he's 38 yes so or maybe somebody just screwed up or maybe I read it wrong no, no, no. You I, did write it right. It was it was 56 on yeah, the episode. Okay. It was just in 1950, in uh, the Homer and Delilah episode when he's filling out his insurance forms. It was, yes. it was 55. Anyway. So now we cut to the mall and we get Lisa going to all creatures, all creatures great and cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, she's a kid. So she, uh, she goes up to the clerk, who is the snarky old man, and she goes, give me the most intelligent hamster you got. <laughs> and he just pulls one out of a bunch and says, this one wrote a novel. Well, how did it write a novel? Well, he was like, uh, what was it? Um, I have it here. I do have it. She's like, oh, uh, okay, uh, this little guy writes mysteries under the name J.D. McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> but how does the hamster write the novel? On a typewriter. Monkeys can With write what? on a typewriter. They have thumbs. They have opposable thumbs. Hamsters right. do not. Yeah. So uh, so now we cut back to the Simpsons and Marge is wishing Homer a good day at, at work. And it looks like he's in his car, but he's really not. He's on Lisa's bike and he has to bike to work. And Nelson pulls up alongside him with on his bike and he goes, ha ha. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, and, and so uh, now we cut back up to Lisa's room and we find out her new science project is to determine if Bart is smarter than a hamster. Spoiler alert. Nope. Bart is not smarter than a hamster at well, all. He is. He is a male Simpson. So, yeah. So I like how Lisa makes a replica of the living room for the hamster to get food. It's yep. a pretty good, pretty good, uh, uh, mold recreation Recreation. so lisa puts a piece of uh like hamster food on on top of the bookcase and the hamster's smart enough to push the couch over to the bookshelf to climb up on it and get it so lisa tries the same thing with the cupcake he's like stupid books (laughs) yeah he's like stupid bookcase (laughs) and then he looks up oh a cupcake and so he tries starts climbing the bookcase which to be fair as a as a 10 year old i might have tried that yeah, like, I probably. I mean, it's yes, it's dumb. But I'm like, ooh. Well, the other thing too is, so if there's a lot of books on there, because you know, Bert grabs a cupcake and it, the bookcase falls over on top of him. Yeah, is that? I mean, Bert can't weigh more than what forty pounds. Uh, ten years old. Let's see, my kid's f- almost forty. Weighs forty. No, yeah. no, no, no. He'd have to weigh more than that. Like seventy, maybe seventy, eighty, maybe. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I think that's I, it, an, I think that's enough to tip it. Yeah. Um and then after it falls over, Bart's crushed and Maggie comes up to grab the cupcake cuz yep. hey, good for Maggie. Yeah. Once again, though, cupcake. But who's watching Maggie? Who's letting Lisa, the baby wander? Lisa does another episode where Maggie's just wandering around aimlessly. Lisa, Lisa and Bart are watching Maggie. Oh, right. No, Bart wandered in from literally somewhere. So Lisa's watching Maggie. Lisa's behind a couch watching to see how Bart screws up. Or Ma- Maggie's a smart baby. She knows what she's doing. Right. So now they, uh, Lisa is uh, testing, uh, attaching uh, food to a uh, mild electric current. And uh, the, hamster <laughs> gets the, hamster, the hamster gets shocked and learns a valuable lesson. 
And Bart goes into the kitchen and sees a cupcake obviously hooked up to a battery. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) And... Well, there's mm. also there's also a, pla- uh, a place card on the table that says "Do, Do not, not touch." touch. <laughs> yes, and so now we get our our uh, second three stages moment where Bart tries to grab the cup. He's like, "Wise guy," eh? and does the hands on the face patty thing, and then it's like, "Ow, ow, <laughs> ow, uh. ow." It's like, God, at that point, if I was Lisa, I'd be like, man, I feel really sorry for my brother or something. Yeah. Because that's just, that's just crazy. Yeah. And so now we cut to traffic school and Wiggum uh, says, if anyone is thinking of drinking and driving, this film will scare the pants off them. And uh, the film starts and Wiggum's <laughs> in a kiddie pool uh, drinking a duff and eating a hot dog. Very similar to Homer in his pool yes. eating a hot dog. And a woman's screams, which, <laughs> hey, man, that's, uh, oh, hey, Quimby's did say that this will scare the pants off of him. Uh, and then uh, he's about, he's like, uh, was it Lou or Eddie? You put in the wrong film. Why is this on a, like, eight millimeter film anyway? Why did he bring, unless he, like, taped over part of the traffic school video? Maybe. And, uh... <laughs> And so uh, he's like, wait, wait a minute. I, I know this part. And then he's like, this is this is great. And Clancy sprays his wife with a hose. First appearance of Sarah Wiggum. Yep. And so, in a in a in a throwaway gag. Yeah. And so now we get an actual traffic film uh, by Troy McClure. Hi, I'm actor Troy McClure. You might remember me from such driver's ed films as Alice's Adventure Through the Windshield Glass. Uh, <laughs> yep. Through the looking glass is what yep. it's supposed to be. And uh, the decapitation of Larry Leadfoot. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm assuming with the decapitation of Larry Leadfoot is he's tried to speed underneath a semi. Apparently. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think. Uh, but then the, now they're showing all the car crash victims, which I'm assuming were, you know, drunk driving uh, accidents. Yeah. Is, I'm assuming that's kind of what they are trying to do. Or just bad driving. Or bad whatever. driving. And... Uh, the car crash victim footage was with funny music. And so <laughs> like we kind of, yep. and then we pan through the class and we actually get a shot of Ruth powers. Yes. Um, in the class. Um, cause you know, she's, we don't learn how bad, like bad girl she is quite yeah. yet. Nope. Um, well kind of, cause the whole Bonnie and Clyde thing with, yeah. you know, Marge. uh, Marge. Um, so we kind of do. Yeah. And, uh, then, oh. Then uh, one guy throws up in his mouth and swallows it. Gross. Ugh. And then Homer's sitting there laughing at the funny videos because he doesn't know them. <laughs> it's funny because I don't know these people. Yep. Hey, uh, it makes sense. And so, uh, yeah, after uh, when it's over, you know, Homer now attends, goes to his first uh, church, goes to the love, church for his first AA meeting. I love the fact that Jasper comes in next. And uh, Reverend Lovejoy is like, oh, are you here for the senility class? He's like, no, I'm here for blah, 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 blah. Wait. Yeah, senility. Uh, senility, yeah. <laughs> Would you need to go to a hospital if you're senile? Maybe. Not the church? Yeah. And so uh, Ned Ned's in the in the AA meeting, which um, obviously is a churchgoer, and he had uh, his Blackberry schnapps, and yeah. he had to take it a drink in 4,000 days. Which equates to ten years and eleven months. I mean, that's good pretty good. That's pretty good. 
Uh, but his la- first and last ever drink <laughs> was blackberry schnapps. Dude, blacks blackberry schnapps is delicious. And I like how he's like in bed. We cut cut to him and Maude yeah. in bed. He's like, "Have you read the new Atlanders? Atlanders is a boring old bitty." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good on Ned. Yeah. Good on Ned. Yeah. So now uh, we get Otto, and he introduces himself. My name is Otto, and I love to get Blato. I love that line. Fantastic. Yep. So good. And then we get Hansel Man, <laughs> and he's like, drinking ruined my life. I'm, I'm 31 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah. But in other episodes, like, don't they say he's like 70 or 80? See, I don't know. And do you remember what his age was on, uh, um, on, uh, what was it? The, the stampy license. What was it? Uh, I don't remember. So, was that Selma's choice, right? Yeah. No, it's yeah. not Selma's choice. Yeah. Remember when she was trying to do the dating thing and she did oh, Tom's yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do get a look at his I don't remember driver's license. Said. Why don't we, why don't we conti- continue on and I will, uh, okay. see if I can pull up the notes on that. So then he, uh, Homer introduces himself and he says he's only here because the court made him come. Yeah. Which, I mean, uh, so then Reverend Lovejoy is like, well, with our help, Homer, you'll never drink again. And we got a second Homer scream and he jumps out yet another window. Uh, now that one I at least think was either on the bottom floor or, uh, well, the church is like, I, I don't think the oh, church is more than one floor. So. Yeah. So it was on the bottom floor. So yeah. at least he doesn't die in this one. Yeah. So then we cut to March reading a mag or like a pamphlet and the pamphlet says, is your spouse a souse? Yeah, yeah, that's a good pamphlet. So just to cut back to Hans Moleman, there actually was no birth date on his driver's license. Uh, it was just his address, uh, height, hair, all that stuff. Yeah. So, okay. So no actual. So we don't actually know how old he is right at this point. Well, we kind of do 31, yeah. but we don't actually have a real uh, driver's license with his yeah. with his name on it. So then uh, Marge is like, Homer, do you do you like to drink alone? Does the Lord count as a person? No, Homer. <laughs> so if you're drinking alone, you're drinking alone because the Lord does not count as a person. Um, and then she's like, Homer, do you need beer to fall asleep? Oh, thanks, honey. Um, do you hide beer around the house? And we, he takes off the lid to the, the water tank of the toilet and there's a couple beers floating in there. And then she's like, Homer, do you need a uh, drink to escape reality? And he goes to the mirror and he does the, the <laughs> pex flex. He looks yes! Like he looks like he's a strong man. So then Marge, Marge pleads with Homer to give up beer for a month. And he's like, all right, Marge, you've got it. No deer for a month. <laughs> all right, Robert, hold on. Deer? Hold on, hold on. I need to ask you these questions. Do you drink alone? Yes. Okay. Do you need a beer to fall asleep? No. Oh, you don't? I sometimes no. do. Beer does make me a little sleepy, though. Uh, do you hide beer uh, in your water tank in your toilet? No, I do not. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to hide beer around the house, though, you kind of have to make sure it's in a cold location. Which Yeah, that's not going to be cold in there. Yeah, I don't think so. And uh, do you drink to, drink to escape reality? Always. Okay, cool. So you're slightly an alcoholic. <laughs> slightly. I'm also from Wisconsin. Right. So that, that gives you a pass. Yes. Okay. So uh, Homer finally agrees. It's like, all right, no beer for a month. And so March turns out the lights and we get Homer cracking open a beer before going to bed. It's like, what? I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. He did, Which, well, he did say I will start yeah, tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. 
And so now we cut to the next day and I'm assuming it's dinner time. And Marge asks Bart to go get cupcakes and he starts freaking out about the cupcakes <laughs> and he falls to the floor in the fetal position because yeah. he's been tortured by cupcakes. Yes. O- cupcakes are dangerous. Can't, only because, can't eat. Cupcakes will zap me. Can't eat. Cupcakes will zap me. So I did read somewhere that that scene is a reference to a clockwork orange. Oh. Where he tries to grab the cupcakes. You know, I think I kind of remember that, but I'm not yeah. 100%. It's when, I what is it, Alex DeLarge is going through his reprogramming and he's like grabbing at a woman and he can't do it. Yeah, that that's scene. gotta be it. Yeah. Okay. So then, you know, Homer, you know. Homer comes in, grabs a six pack out of the fridge and starts dumping the uh, beer down the drain. And we get the very good beer song, which Homer sings. And it's a parody of Frank Sinatra's. It was a very good year. Yeah, it's a classic Homer song right here. Yeah. When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. I drank some very good beer. I purchased (laughs) with a fake ID. My name was Brian McGee. I stayed up listening to Queen when I was 17. Now, here's the thing about him saying he him listening to Queen. There is a poster while he's singing on the wall from uh, a Night at the Opera album, which was released in November 21st, 1975. So if the license in the episode is correct, he would have been 19. Yep. And so, even, even with the mistake of the driver's licenses, yeah, they both don't work. Yeah, because the other one would have been 18. Yep. So um, I think the writers just wanted to throw Queen in there somewhere. And they're like, how do, how do we, what do we use to rhyme uh, <laughs> Brian McGee uh, to music? Queen. Yeah. All right. Well, no, they rhyme Queen in 17. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Anything... But they could have done 19. 19 works. Yeah, they would have. They just needed to get math better. Yes. Uh, and so Bart's like walking around and he finds Lisa's science journal. He's like, uh-oh. Oh. So he sits in Bart's chair, uh, like the James Bond, Dr. No, turning, yep. uh, painting, uh, petting the what hamster. Yes. And he's like, he's like, uh, you'll need to find a series of clues to find your journal. Found it. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. It's Bart. Lisa knows Bart. Yep. And so now we finally cut to the science fair. I mean, we've been waiting this whole episode yeah. for this damn science fair, man. Yeah. And so uh, Millhouse uh, does a science fair project on gravity. <laughs> and Dude, it's a, I mean, it should have been good. I mean, the slinky going down the board. Now, I've had my trouble with slinkies. They don't like going downstairs, boards, pretty much anything. That's because you got to put the slinky at the edge of the stairs. Ah, uh, right. That's why it doesn't work on the board, because there's no forward motion plus this slinky is probably a piece of crap because it's millhouse yeah it's not one of those good slinkies yeah i think <laughs> the metal ones did work better than the plastic ones yes so. the metal ones definitely because there's more heft to them yep exactly and so uh martin is dressed up as uh, Phil- uh phileas fogg the main character from jules verne uh from around the world in 80 days for his science fair project and martin once again above and beyond going yeah. co- to complete lengths and I like how Nelson shoots out Martin's hot air balloon with a BB gun. So from his booth for science fair, wasting squirrels with BB guns. The funny thing is he was like, oh man, I was aiming for his face. Now, the other thing you skipped over was we cut to a table where there's oh, a right. dad and his yes. son with a volcano. And this, 
And the dad's like, I spent all this time building this. I'm not going to let you ace it. And honestly, it is kind of great uh, commentary on helicopter parenting. Yes. And well, it's either helicopter parenting or there. Well, that's more helicopter parenting. Yeah. But there's also the ones where the kid tells the parent that he has a day to complete a science fair project. So the parent yes. has to help him build it anyway. Yeah. I think in this scenario, it was more of the helicopter parent and not the, I have a day to do this thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Cause he's like, go, go sit over there. Stop looking at me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, because he wants his kid to get an A, or he thinks he's could be good at yeah, it. I guess I, I don't know. And so uh, Homer's uh, Homer's there walking around. Obviously, he's there to support his kids for the science fair. Yep. And he uh, finds an alcohol fueled car, and he's like, and he's, "That's a good idea." Well, he's like, "Don't think about beer. Don't, don't think, think about beer." About beer. <laughs> he's like, and he's at a uh, at a gas station with his car, and he's like. Homer thinks about it, and like his his thing is gasohol. Yes. Which gasoline is made of alcohol, so but but not good enough alcohol yeah, for no. you to drink. He's like, one for you, one for me. <laughs> one for you, one for me. Which you might not want to do that because that'll charge you more money because yes. the beer's going in you and your car. Yes. It's probably cheaper to go just go to the liquor store and buy a six pack. Yep. Um and so Marge is uh, actually skeptical about Lisa's science fair project because, you know, it's kind of degrading Bart. And Lisa tells Marge it's all for science. But she says in her head it'll teach Bart a bus for busting her tomato. Yep. Uh, it was revenge. It's it always was. revenge. Yep. But we don't even get to Lisa's science fair project no. because Bart went to go buy a smart hamster. But he did got... he buy a smart hamster or did he just take Lisa's? I don't know. Did Lisa have the hamster at her at her booth? No. Then apparently Bart stole her, her hamster, I guess. Yeah. And he puts it in a plane to answer the age-old question, can hamsters fly a plane? I'm going to go with no. No, they can't. But because it's so cute and cuddly and everyone's like, oh, this is the best, they give Bart, Bart, Bart gets first prize. I love how like Lisa's like, this has nothing to do with There's science. There's no scientific merit to this. And the people around her are like grumbling, like, oh, it's yeah. so cute. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, and so now we cut back to the Simpson house where Homer's, uh, crossing off dates and, uh, Homer's Duff calendar has, you know, 30 days to go without Duff. And this episode was released in 93 and the month that starts on a Tuesday. So with 30 days, it's a June calendar for 93. Yes. Yeah. So I did. I looked it up. I'm like, okay, is there a month? In 93, with 30 days, it starts on a Tuesday, and it is June. So this is so, four months after the last episode, then. Correct. <laughs> and also, so the other thing, too, is, so he crosses out June 30th. Now, I don't know how many schools last into June, like, late June like that. Not many. So, like, my first thought was, well, maybe the science fair project was, like, that second week of June, and then they just skipped over two weeks. I mean, that's possible, too. Yeah, I mean that's definitely possible. I mean, time skipping in The Simpsons is definitely uh, yeah, some something that can happen. But I like how his exes, as it goes on, get like <laughs> stragglier and stragglier. Well, it's because he's detoxing exactly. Um, so then we get the Mc, uh, McMahon and Tate advertising uh, on TV for beer, which is a reference to Bewitch. Yep. And so then we get a commercial. This is all a commercial, and like women are like protesting and guys in a duff duff truck like pour beer on them and they turn into sexy chicks and honestly this is a really sexist commercial but that's how like this, beer commercials were forever i know well, chicks in bikinis chicks in pools chicks dancing on yachts anymore. yeah i haven't seen Sex a beer. Cr- 
Yes, Excels. That's exactly right. right. But yes, I, I've not seen... I, I think that's good. Unless... I, I think that's good. That we're not degrading anybody in commercials like that. We've come a long way as a society. No, we So, so that... Now we cut to... Uh, well, we have and we haven't. Yeah. So, Homer uh, decides to go to a baseball game with Barney. And Homer is like, I just realized how boring baseball is without beer. Uh, do you I agree know. with that statement? Baseball is fun. Baseball is fun going to a game if you're with people. Cause but the they were going to a game, though. They were at a game. That's fair. Um, so we. But I. Back but to- I do drink at baseball games, and not because. Yeah. Not because I think it'll make baseball interesting, but I like how it was like, and the guy called time out at the plate oh. to <laughs> fix his glove. <laughs> Which that is that, has, that oh is God. true. So uh, so then you know. We find out that Homer lost weight and saved a lot of money, and he attends a uh, Tupperware party hosted <laughs> by Selma and Patty at the house because, I mean, he's bored. He's got to find something to do. Yo. And I love the fact that Selma is showing off like 128 ounce Tupperware, and she's like, it's so big you can fit your head in it. And she puts her head in it, turns to Jub-Jub, and scares the crap out of Jub-Jub. Why was Jub-Jub even there? Because she can't leave Jub-Jub at home. Why not? Dude, Iguanas, half the time they're just sleeping on their log anyway. Yeah, and so as this is going on, Homer goes, I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of beer. I mean, <laughs> man, I would too at that point. Yep. And so uh, we go back to AA, and Reverend Lovejoy asks Homer to share, and says there is no judgment here, because everybody's sharing, and Homer's like, he's like, I was so, I was so uh, broke, Oh, he he says he broke into a football stadium and ate dirt dirt underneath the bleachers, and everybody's like hissing at him. And Lovejoy casts him out of. The I street. cast thee out. <laughs> uh, don't apparently think that's apparently that's a new low. Yeah, yeah, he got really low, and so now he's driving. He's like, "Don't think about beer. Don't think about beer." Well, not driving. He's in on Lisa's bike still. Oh, you're right. You're right. And he's like, and then he passes by a billboard that says Duff Beer. You know you want it. Yep. And then uh, Homer is stopped by a train that is just, it's just a Duff train. And it's like, was, there's like Chug, a, it was like chug-a-lug-a, chug-a-lug-a, chug-a-lug-a. Yeah. Like you're drinking, and, like drinking beer. And so then as Homer bikes away, he like hits a Duff can, falls over. We see the Duff blimp, it says surrender to Duff. And it drops just a bunch of bottles to the ground. Was that in his imagination or was it actually doing that? I have no idea. I mean, who knows what you do when you're, you haven't drunk for a while and you're an alcoholic. Yeah. I don't know. The scene was weird. I mean, it was funny, but I I don't know if it was his imagination or not. Yeah. So now we find out that Homer has made it 30 days. And so he tells Marge, send the kids to the neighbors. I'm coming back loaded. Yeah. (laughs) Because he wants to drink. He's really thirsty. He made and it. Marge he made is, it 30 days. And Marge is like, well, why do you have to go right now? Why don't we go for a bike ride? And Homer's like, well, the barflies are waiting for me. Like, Mo, Barney, and that guy that calls me Bill. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it was really funny. Well, I guess you'll get it to the next uh, in a few minutes. But it's really weird that Homer's like, oh, the guys are waiting for me. But then you learn they really weren't waiting for him. No. I mean. And so, uh, so Marge says... Homer doesn't sweat when he eats anymore. And she's like, oh, you saved like $100, which I found in your pockets. 
And Homer runs over and grabs the money and goes, yoink. I think that's where I picked that up from because I like to say yoink. Yeah. No, that I mean, to be fair, yeah, you lose weight, you save money, you're not drinking all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like they need that extra money. I mean, Marge yep. could have been like, hey, remember that time we actually needed money? Look what not drinking did. It allowed us yeah. to have some extra money. Well, to be fair, as we'll find out, I don't think he actually spent that $100. No, he doesn't. Because when he gets to the bar, well, first of all, he goes in the bar and everyone's like, Arr. and Mo's like, oh, look who decided to show up. It's like, bar, pour me a beer. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> and But then we notice at the bar, we have two Larrys at the bar. Yeah. One at the far end sitting on a seat, one closer to, to Barney. It was I'm like, weird. Like, did, did the animators not realize they drew him a couple times or I don't they know. just need more patrons or what? But he's like, but I like how, uh, you know, Hobart orders the beer and the like, sad face, you know, or, or uh, Barney's like, but Mo, just yesterday you were saying that uh, it's like, shut up, Barney. He's like, you just called yesterday. You called Homer worth a sack of, and then Mo <laughs> slaps Barney in the face. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. And so Mo yells, you know, yells at Homer because Homer's like, ah, I think put this in the fridge, Mo. I yeah. have a date with my wife. Yeah. And and then Mo is like, you'll be back. And so will you. And you. And you. And, he, and we think he's breaking the, like, remember how yeah. we talked about breaking the fourth wall? And yes. like, it was a few episodes, maybe a season ago, we talked about that. And Maybe. like we were like, oh, it was uh, God, I can't remember who it was with, but yeah, he's pointing at us. It's like kind of breaking the fourth wall. It's like, but he points. If he's actually pointing at Barney, he's like, Mo, if you didn't close, I'd never leave. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we end the end the episode with Homer riding on a bike with Marge, sitting on the handlebars, and they're singing B.J. Thomas Thomas's "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head." And this is actually a movie moment. So yes, at at the end of the episode, while Homer's doing that, um, it's in reference to a takeoff of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And then over the credits, we get an instrumental version of "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head." Yeah, it's a so, good song. Yeah. Bart, Bart, uh, Margin, Margin, Homer are happy. Homer's duffless yeah. for a month, yeah. and he'll get he'll get back into the rhythm of that next episode. Probably. Um, so yeah, for this for this episode, really, I mean, I has not a five for me. I like it. Homer not being drunk is slightly funny. Um, I mean, jokes are there and good. Bart's, you know, Bart the Bart the B story of Bart and the science fair. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, not necessarily the best. I think three don't have a cowman is kind of where I'm leaning on this one. I mean, the Duff Brewery stuff is, is funny. It's, you know, it's, I, I wish they would have done it more as a Willy Wonka Duff Brewery tour. Well, they, don't they do an episode like I, that? They, or was that? No, that was a family guy that did that. Oh. So, so I, it could it have had a little bit more comedy to it. Yeah, maybe not, not definitely not my favorite. Not, not a worse one. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a one or a two by any stretch, yeah. no, but no, no, no. I'm going to go three. Don't have a cow man on this one. I enjoy this episode. It starts out really strong with, you know, Hol or Bart dreaming about the science fair and Homer, you know, running to the brewery. The jokes hit really well. It's, it's, a, it's a solid episode. I would, I would honestly go with a four sprinkles. It's definitely one of those where I would definitely like, if it was on, I definitely would watch it. 
but it's not to that level as, oh, I'm going to go seek it out kind of thing. So it's, it's a really good episode. It, it gave, it gives me the yoink. Uh, <laughs> we get to, le- we get to learn a little bit more about Homer and his license and, you know, what happens when he doesn't drink beer. Um, it's definitely good. There's some good commentary in this episode as well with the science fair and Homer not drinking and, you know, maybe not drinking as much. So yeah, I'm going to go with a, a four mm, sprinkles. All right. Sounds good. And let's finish it off with our character profile of the chief of police, Chief Wiggum. Yes. His full name is Clancy Wiggum. Clancy! (laughs) Uh, He's the father of Ralph Wiggum. His position, chief of police of Springfield. His physique, rotund. Yes. He's a big, big guy. Yes. Big guy. Likes his donuts. And frosty milkshakes. Yes. Uh, his person uh, personally handles all calls involving <laughs> donut shops, ice cream parlors, and food processing plants. <laughs> and uh, the cops, all the other cops, take care of the rest of rest of it. Yes. Uh, his prime nemesis is Mayor Quimby. Yeah. His uh, morals and ethics are few. Correct. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, he has no morals or ethics. Nope. Uh, his intellectual level. Common sense challenged and mixes up police terms such as DOA and DWI. Oh boy, that that chief, he's got it coming. Yep. He's I love got it coming. My my favorite, my favorite scene for morals and ethics though is do not be alarmed. Continue swimming naked. Aw, oh, come on. Continue. <laughs> come on. Aw. <laughs> uh, all right. Lou, open yeah. fire. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if I had a police helicopter, you know. Um, But anyway, let's uh, tell all the fine folks where you can find us. Um, Head over to Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. And if you'd like to tag us in any of your uh, posts across uh, across the world of Facebook, tag it at The Simpsons Did It Pod. On Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Um, and if you can check us out on YouTube to listen on all of our other, uh, podcasts, uh, older podcasts, uh, make sure to like, subscribe to search Simpsons did a podcast. You'll find it. Um, lately I've been on there just searching random things for the Simpsons and our stuff is coming up naturally depending on your algorithms. So, um, I'm sure most of our listeners have followed it that way, but yes, like, and subscribe. So, you know, when all the new episodes hit, um, if you'd like to donate to our podcast, uh, check us out on buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it, did it and donate us a few duffs because all your donations nice. are going to go towards stickers and other fun merchandise. <laughs> um, so, and then we'll mail you that, that merchandise uh, when you donate. Yes. Um, and there's more to come. So keep an eye out. Uh, lastly, uh, we have a phone number uh, where all you fine folks can call in and leave us a voicemail um, or anything else. Leave us fun quotes, uh, things you like about a podcast, things you want to change, stuff like that. I know we, we, we accept a lot of forms of feedback. This is just another one for you guys. So call us at 612-584-0986 and leave us a voicemail. And if you haven't called, we do have a voice actor um, doing our uh, voicemail. So even if you call just yes. to listen to that, do that because it's extremely funny and hilarious. Yes. Uh, so until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.